global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. This update's brought to you by CBOE RMC. Come to the CBOE Risk Management Conference February 29th to March 2nd at the Hyatt Regency Coconut Point, Florida. Register and learn more at CBOERMCUS.com. Best Buy, the largest U.S. electronics retailer, saying fourth quarter profit fell 7.7 percent as weak demand for phones and tablets hurt sales. Its forecast for the first quarter missed analyst estimates, and its shares are down 3 percent this morning. Toronto Dominion Bank said fiscal first quarter profit rose 7.9 percent on gains in its Canadian and U.S. retail businesses. The lender raising its quarterly dividends 7.8 percent to 55 cents a share. European stocks and U.S. stock index futures are higher, led by banks and energy companies as oil well, oil has turned lower again, and we check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures are up two points. Dow E-mini futures up 19, and NASDAQ E-mini futures are up three. DAX in Germany is up 1.6%. 10-year Treasury up 6.30 seconds. The yield 1.72%. NYMEX crude oil is down 4 tenths percent or 12 cents to 32.03 a barrel. COMEX gold down 3 tenths percent or $3.20 to 12.35.90 an ounce. The euro is at $1.1036. The yen one. 12.46. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen, thank you very much. Sidney Finkelstein is uh, one of the loneliest people in the world, I think. He is the uh, Roth Professor of Management at the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth College, which is in, of course, Hanover, New Hampshire. He and our old friend Danny Blanchard, Tom, the only two people left in the state now that the presidential candidates have all moved on and the reporters have left the state, the primary yeah. is over. And uh, Professor Finkelstein, now with enough time on his hands, he was able to write a new book. It's called Super Bosses. And we hope our super bosses are listening because he will give us advice on how to be one and uh, weigh in on some of the management issues out there in the world today. Uh, you Can you define a super boss other than one that gives Tom and I a big raise? Well, you know, a super boss is a leader, a boss that actually helps other people accomplish more than they ever thought possible. And you see these people in different industries when you look at a generation of talent that was developed by, say, Bill Walsh in football or an Alice Waters in, in high-end restaurants. They just help produce and generate tremendous talent, helped other people do great things. All right. This is an interesting question and interesting timing because we, we do have this presidential campaign that blew through your state not long ago. Do we have any evidence that any of the candidates know how to manage? That's one of the criticisms of the incumbent these days was that he was not a boss before he became in charge of the hundreds of thousands of people who work for the United States government. The, uh, the amazing thing about politics is that uh, pretty much until the last couple of election cycles, you didn't have to have any business experience. In fact, it would be really odd. And we had Mitt Romney, and of course we have we have Donald Trump, and uh, the styles of all these people are very different. But um, Trump uh, certainly has a uh, a big uh, track record. But um, running a real estate company and um, mostly licensing your name to uh, lots of other businesses is less about management and more about branding. So even him. Even, you know, Trump, who's the most business-like of any of the players in the field today, um, probably is not uh, known right. as a great manager. 
A, a rave review for this book, folks. I'm going to go to page 128 in a minute. Professor Finkelstein, even Jeff Immelt, he of the Dartmouth Green, uh, likes your book. So at least one copy was sold. Uh, I, you know, I saw Julian Robertson the other day in truly his Central Park. You feature him as a hands-on delegator. Immelt is known as a hands-on delegator. This is a magical thing. How do you be a hands-on delegator? It's one of the secrets to what superbosses do. They do two. They, they do two things that most people look at as as opposites. You know, you're either a big delegator or you're a micromanager. Well, what superbosses do is that they'll give you a big job, they'll give you a big opportunity, but they'll also show up to work with you, often unannounced for an hour, for a day. And it's not that they're going to do your job, but because they know so much about the business themselves, they're challenging you, they're pushing you, they're teaching you, and they do both of those things yeah. together. One of the things I deal with every day, and folks, we have a, a really large surveillance team that makes the show go for five hours, is the way you tell people they screwed up, but it's okay that you screwed up. That's a that that's a delicate issue, isn't it? Yeah, that's a hard thing to do, and you know, you you, you have to provide feedback whether somebody's doing a good job or not a good job. You got to tell them, right. but at the same time, you can't kind of tamp down on on anyone taking a risk, taking a chance. And get getting punished for yeah. you know anything that doesn't go quite right. Mike, you know I go to the indexes always to find out what anybody, including Sidney Finkelstein, is doing. Yahoo or Marissa Meyer aren't in the index. Well, like, good I think that, you know that's that's an interesting thing. Give us your appreciation of Marissa Meyer's tenure at Yahoo. It's been so visible, so controversial. It uh, it has, and I have some sympathy for her because. She is. She came in with this mega big brand name, and as a result, she's under the microscope. Now, of course, it goes hand in hand. That big brand name is what helped her get that job and helped her make as much money as she makes. So now you have to produce. It hasn't gone well, obviously. Um, I didn't include her in the uh, in the book because I didn't find any evidence that uh, she was a person that has this track record developing lots and lots of other people. But you know, more specifically, I think the problem with Yahoo is no one's really figured out how to make money out of the thing, other than some genius move. To buy um, invest in Alibaba years ago. The uh, the thing you hear over and over again for people who have been successful is uh, you should hire people who are smarter than you. But, but how do you do that? I don't think it's actually that uh, that hard. It takes some guts. You have to be willing to look uh, look at the people you're uh, you're interviewing and talking to and saying, you know, I'm I, I want the world's best people around me. And you know what it takes? It takes tremendous. If you think about it, it takes tremendous self confidence. You gotta have that confidence not to feel threatened by people that come in with tremendous track records. So we all know, you know, that's a good thing to do, as you say, but I think a lot of people have this, this element of, of insecurity. They don't want to be shown up, and it's exactly the wrong thing that you want to have, because you're gonna, you're gonna do way better if you're surrounded by great people. What's the, uh, the, the one thing, the one thing somebody could do if they want to move along the path to becoming a super boss? Well, for me, um, it's uh, it's a mindset. It's a way of uh, it's a way of thinking. It's saying, you know, um, I'm not just going to do what I'm going to do, but I'm going to um, I'm going to focus very specifically on the people around me and in my team. And there's so many ways to start. You could, uh, for example, uh, customize how you interact with people on your team. Customization, you know, being close to customers is such a common, obvious thing in so many walks of life. But when it comes to managing, managing people, how bosses behave, we have this thing called leadership styles. Everybody talks about 
about what type of style they are. And I think that's, uh, I think that's actually a dumb idea because a leadership style gives you an excuse to act the same way to everybody and Thank say, look, you. that's who I am. Yeah, but the heart of this, going back to Catherine Hepburn and other great method actors, is it's about method versus style. And in your world, and I don't mean Tuck, but I mean in the pseudo-MBA world, you got too many people yammering about style and not worried about the core method, the day-to-day method of how to provide leadership. Do I have that right? Well, I'm not going to uh, denigrate the whole NBA world on that one, but I happen to agree well, with what you Well, to denigrate half of it. You know? <laughs> well, the half that's not up in Hanover, New Hampshire, maybe. Um, yeah, you know, method, I think that's not a bad analogy. How you treat people, how you interact with people, knowing what each person on your team, what makes them tick, what, how do you motivate them? I mean, that's something you mentioned Julian Robertson before in some, with some of the interviews I did with, you know, people like Chase Coleman and others that have been, you know, very successful. They talked about how Julian would tailor how he interacted with people. And, and some people he was really, really, really tough on. And other ones he understood a different, you know, maybe a little bit of a lighter touch was needed to get people to go where they needed to go. I'm curious as to how, if you're a super boss, you look at this. Is it an effort to make the company great, make others succeed underneath you, or is it an effort to make yourself look good reflected in uh, the way the company performs? So there's two things I'd say to, to that. You know, one is the motivation in the first place. Not every super boss has the same motivation. Some are um, are driven by the idea of helping other people get better. They're nurturers. They're they're mentors. And then there's others. I think of um, you know someone like Larry Ellison, who is really really tough. And it's not that he cares so much about the people around him, but he does care about winning. And he understands that to win, you need the world's best talent. You need the world's best teams. And that's what helps those other people get uh, get better. So it, the, the mindset could be a little bit different depending on the person, but they end up in the same place. They end up doing pretty much the same types of things and how they how they interact and, and how they act mm-hmm. as a boss. Thank you so much, Sidney Finkelstein. Uh, it is short, it is sharp, how exceptional leaders master the flow of talent, super bosses. This, of course, the good work out of Tuck. Uh, up at uh, Dartmouth, Mike. It's it just it, it really moves. I mean, the, the, the show, uh, the book rather, uh, two hundred and twelve, two hundred and fourteen pages just flies by. Are you um, uh, are you a super boss to our we, team? Well, you know, I alluded to that earlier. I don't know if I'm a super boss or you're a super boss, but the basic idea of doing it from a distance, you can't do that anymore. No. John Rice at GE. In Davos, who works out of Hong Kong, was adamant, distance is done. I mean, you just, you don't do it from some throne or world headquarters from a distance anymore. It's just done. You gotta be in the trenches, even if you're keeping your mouth shut. I don't do that. Why you's with us? Why you, did I keep my mouth shut at the 5 a.m. meeting this morning? Never. Okay. Never. <laughs> the answer was never. There it is, folks, in terms of how we do it. At super He's a super what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My book's going to be called Super Putzes. That's what I am. No. Uh, but, 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 but seriously, folks, it's an interesting book. Sidney Finkelstein, Super Bosses as well. We've got a super data check. Futures up two, down futures up 19 yen, stable at 112.44. Actually, dollar declining off DXY a little bit. Michael McKeon, Tom Keen, we're delegating another hour of Bloomberg Surveillance.